Hey everyone, welcome to the pilot episode of the show, How You Doing, a podcast about friends. My name is Justin, I'm here with my wife Candace. Hi everyone. Uh, okay, so uh, she started an Instagram page account thing, uh, How You Doing Pod, all one word. Um, go follow us on there. Um, if you have Instagram, if you don't have Instagram, go get Instagram and then follow us on there. How You Doing Pod, one word. Um, so this episode is going to be a general information episode. Normally, we will focus on individual episodes um, of the show, friends, obviously. But when we were doing our research and getting our information and fun facts and trivia and all that um, from various websites and the commentary uh, on the episodes and all that stuff, we had so much that we decided just to do one episode on the general uh, fun facts Um a lot of it has to do with how the show started, like casting decisions and things like that. So it kind of makes sense to be our first episode. So, uh, yeah, next episode, we'll start with season one, episode one. But for this one, we're just going to do general stuff. So, all right, let's get to it. So the show premiered on September 22nd, 1994. Got it right that time. Um, and it ended on May 6th of 2004. 10 years, uh, so that's 236 episodes. Um, it almost was only 9 episodes, but I guess they talked him into doing a 10th one, which I'm glad because it's a nice round number. Yeah. 10 episodes is perfect. Uh, so David Crane and Marta Kaufman wrote the show um, about their experiences like after college about like their first 10 years after college they lived in new york and they had a small group of friends that were kind of like their family um and they liked that idea they you know had a good memory of that time in their life i guess and they said a lot of shows were about families and stuff so they wanted this show to be a little different about you know single people like after college and trying to make it on their own so that's kind of where the idea came from. Um, they played around with different show titles. Uh, you may have heard some of these before. Um, Six of One was one. Monica and, and Friends. Monica and Friends was one. Across the Hall was one, which I don't like that because that reminds me of school. Um, probably because of that Kids in the Hall show mm-hmm. that, that was about school but i just i still don't like that uh friends like us i think was one of them <clears throat> um insomnia cafe was also one which apparently that's a real place yes uh, it is it's we, actually in los angeles and uh it's temporarily closed for i almost COVID. said no it's in california <laughs> los angeles is in california it is is it closed for COVID? everything yeah. well not everything's closed for COVID. um but yeah, I guess Marta drove by it and saw the name in Insomnia Cafe and thought that that was a good title because it's it's she wanted the show to be like fast paced and I guess her word caffeinated. So that kind of made sense. But I still like Friends. Friends is just nice and simple. Absolutely. Ten, ten seasons. Friends. Yes. Nice and simple. Um, before they uh, aired the show, after they got all the cast together, I guess they were advised by one of the producers or writers to go on a trip to vegas vegas baby vegas baby uh so they could enjoy their last shot of anonymity which 
I don't want to sound mean, but I think it'd be really funny if the show just failed completely and no one knew who they were. They were like, yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> thanks for the trip. Thanks for the trip. At least they got to go to Vegas. But no, the show was kind of successful. Just a little. It's got a few dozen fans. Yeah. Uh, so. All right, let's see. Yeah, I get into the <clears throat> opening scene of the show. The song. Good place to start. Um. The song itself was actually written for the show. I didn't know that. I thought they just picked an existing song because I heard that they were thinking of other songs like "Shiny Happy People." Yeah, by REM. Not a good song Gross. for that. That's not a. That's not a good song in general. I don't like that song. I'm glad <laughs> they didn't pick that. But yeah, so like one of the writers knew someone who had written lyrics for a different. Uh, theme like tv theme song and so they wrote the lyrics and then they took the lyrics to the rembrandts and wanted them to play it but at first they didn't want to because they said like it didn't fit their style but obviously they drove a big truckload of cash up to their door <laughs> i don't know they got them to do it um and then the rembrandts also ended up writing a full song to put on their first album um after you know it came out was a success obviously but when i first heard it i thought it was a full song because i've heard the song and i've heard other verses mm -hmm. which sound weird because you're used to just the one the one from the show and right when you hear the other verses it's like this sounds like the friend song but it's not the friend song but it is a friend song but yeah i thought they just chose that which i'm like well that was a good choice but right it was because i think a lot of people were introduced to the rembrandts because of this song oh yeah definitely oh. For I sure. couldn't name another one of their songs. Yeah, me neither. No. But, uh, yeah, they went with that, which I'm glad they went with that. It's perfect, you know. That's, <laughs> everyone knows the, the, the clap. The, the Not the You know what I mean. From the song. That part. It's a family show. Um, so the, the visuals for the song were them in the fountain. Uh, we all know that. But apparently they intend like the producers intended on the intro song just being them in the fountain. The opening scene, you mean, not the opening song. Well, that's the same thing. The opening scene is like the first seat. The song, you know, when they play the I'll be there for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're on the same page. Okay. That was going to have just shots of them in, in the fountain, but NBC thought it was going to be clips of the show of the cast and so they just obviously compromised and we have both but if you watch the first episode that is the only episode that has the original concept of just them in the fountain with their colored umbrellas what color are the umbrellas oh they're obviously not black and white which no. i thought for years they were all just black and white it's okay i'm sorry i just had yeah yeah you for well, oh well it's yellow red i don't blue remember. i think so the primary colors which are the dots that are in between the letters on the friends logo. i never noticed that <laughs> oh look at that you're teaching me stuff oh, i try um the cast wasn't a big fan of that the playing in the fountain they were like why are we playing in a fountain they pulled um, it off well though yeah yeah it looks good but i mean i don't think they hated it but they were like why are we out here splashing around in a fountain which they're getting paid. If you paid me, I'd, spl I'd splash in toilet water if you paid me. I don't even have to pay you, you when you do that. You me enough. That's true. <laughs> All 
All right. The original uh, concept of the show was, I guess, just going to be four of the main friends, which were everyone except Chandler and Phoebe, who were supposed to be supporting roles. I'm glad they didn't stick with that because you have more storylines when you have six people and yeah. they're all so different. Yeah. I think it would have been not as fulfilling if it was just the four main with Chandler and Phoebe. Well, especially Chandler. <laughs> True. No offense. Right. I mean, we love Phoebe, but Chandler's your favorite. Chandler can't be a supporting no. actor in this. He would be the main. It should be called Chandler. The Chandler right. Show. It wouldn't be as amazing. <laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Ross was the first one cast of the six of them. Um, they wrote his lines with David Schwimmer in mind. They had par- apparently had worked with him before on some stuff, and they really liked him for the part, which makes sense. He fits the part very well. I mean, they all do. Uh, but he didn't even have to audition, apparently. They got in touch with him, and he wanted to do it, and so it was done. I think he was perfect for that character too. The way that they wrote his comedy was like very physical. Oh yeah, I noticed that when we were watching the first and episode. Recently. Sometimes it was it was just like his reactions that make the character. Yeah, he is Ross. We watched the um, OJ Simpson show. Oh, the, the trial of OJ Simpson. Yeah, yeah, there was like a miniseries kind of or no it was a show it was season. a it was a season series show yeah i don't know what it was called i think it was the oj simpson trial season one was about oj simpson i think season two is about something else anyway, anyway david schwimmer plays um kardashian yes yes robert kardashian yeah and all i could see was ross it's a, it was a great show yeah if you're into that watch it but but uh, the whole time, all I could see was Ross. Right. But he was a very serious actor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actor he did a in great that. job. He did in great. It. But I was waiting to see Ross. Yeah, exactly. Through. I was waiting, waiting for him to say pivot or something. Right. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Phoebe was, I believe, cast second. Yeah, second um, as Phoebe. Lisa Kudrow was Phoebe. I was going to say as Ursula. Oh. But. She was Ursula Mad About You. Yes. She's Phoebe on this. Uh, they apparently had to talk to the, like, the producers of Mad About You because it was on the same night or something. Mm-hmm. So maybe like scheduling right. issues. But they decided that she would be twins with Ursula. That's right. how they would. And they do have, I know at least one episode that's a crossover that have the two ladies from Mad About You come in to. Yeah. The coffee shop and they think yeah. phoebe is ursula. is ursula which was a nice little touch but yeah apparently they said like people would i don't know if they thought they'd get confused seeing her mm-hmm. on two shows same night but but they it all worked out um also fun fact about phoebe is they thought about playing her as goth oh i couldn't see that no nothing against goth, goth. or gothic people but I'm so glad they kept her happy and upbeat, yeah. especially with all the dark things that her character has gone through. I think if they would have made her goth, it would have just kind of brought the whole tone of the show down and they wouldn't have been able to keep it as comical. Yeah. I, Which is a good contrast. 
Right. I was just going to say that, that it's a good contrast that it makes her, her uh, dark past even more like, I mean, kind of funny mm-hmm. when you, when, cause Phoebe's so bubbly. And then in the episodes when she brings up her, you know, Oh, this was back when my mom killed herself or. Right. It's kind of like a wait, what moment, <laughs> but that's, you know, as Ross perfect. would say, anyway and the word you're looking for is anyway um she didn't know how to play the guitar lisa did not they wanted her to learn which she learned a little bit she only learned a few chords and said that would be enough which it it was it was enough for smelly cat what was it old lady uh bear claw oh yeah old lady i don't remember the third one i think there's three (laughs) you nailed the old lady you nailed the old lady (laughs) oh (laughs) Uh, she suggested, Lisa suggested that, uh, Phoebe play the bongos instead, mm. which I don't know how I feel about that. I don't like that. However, what I was thinking the other day, there's an episode where she does play the bongos. Remember? Cause something happens to her guitar and she's doing the smelly cat song. Oh but she's yeah. <laughs> with maybe, bongos. Maybe she was really trying to push for Phoebe to switch to bongos. Maybe. Huh. Maybe. That's interesting. But yeah, after we were writing these notes, I was mm-hmm. like, wait, didn't she play bongos in an episode? But yeah, she did. She, I don't remember why. Something was up with her guitar or something. Well, I guess we'll figure it out when we get to that we'll episode. We'll figure out when we get to that episode. But Phoebe did play bongos for one episode. Um, people that auditioned for Phoebe, uh, I'm sure there were many, but some of note were Jane Lynch, which, who was that again? She was the gym teacher from Glee. Oh, from Glee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And her twin sister, Ellen DeGeneres. (laughs) I'm sorry, but Ellen and Jane Lynch. Right. I didn't realize they wanted Phoebe to be a lesbian. A lesbian, apparently. I guess. Due to their casting choices. Or Kathy Griffin. Oh, Oh, no. I hate Kathy Griffin. I don't think she would have been a good fit in the cast. She would have been too loud. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say I could see her maybe for Janice, but no, I couldn't see her for Janice. Maggie Wheeler is. Oh, no. Yeah. I just can't. I wouldn't. We wouldn't be here today if she. Yeah. Was Kathy Griffin because I wouldn't have watched the show and we wouldn't be doing this. I don't mind. Like Jane Lynch and Ellen. All right. Cool. Mm -hmm. I can't stand Kathy Griffin. Uh. Chandler was uh, Matthew Perry. Is Matthew Perry? He is Matthew Perry. He is very much so. Very much so. Um, he almost wasn't on the show. Kind of. He was involved in another show called LAX twenty ninety nine twenty one ninety nine something like that. Um, about baggage handlers for aliens. <laughs> Or something. Must which, have been a theme. I mean, they had Alf coming out around that time, too. Aliens, aliens were, were a thing. Yep. They were bigger in the 90s. Which now it's, what, vampires is the thing? I don't think we're back. Well, maybe we're still on vampires. Ugh, let's be done with it. <laughs> I think the new, the new Resident Evil is about vampires. Oh, good lord. I think. I don't know for sure, but I saw a thing. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, Matthew Perry... Was I guess I, I don't know if he was starting on that show, so he was and like the friends uh, directors were worried about casting him because they thought if they cast him and then that show took off, he wouldn't be on Friends and they'd lose him and they'd have to recast him. But they said they took a risk because 
LAX 2099 sounds terrible. <laughs> it does sound it does. terrible. And maybe that's why he was going to be one of the supporting actors. Oh, on Friends. That's yeah. true. That, that makes, makes sense. sense. That makes yeah. sense. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I kind of want to see an episode of LAX 21 just because <laughs> it's so like, what? Right. One of those like, you know, who else was on a show at the same time they cast Friends? Jennifer Aniston. She was. Do you know what show? No, I don't. Muddy Waters or something? Close. It was called Muddling Through. And Muddling Through was about an ex-convict trying to turn her life around. And Jennifer played the daughter of the main character, who is the ex-convict. Hmm. Didn't know that. Yeah. and So so, she wasn't the ex-con. No, she was the daughter. Yeah. And so the role of Rachel was first offered to Taya Leone and Courtney Cox, but they both declined the role. Taya Leone had a movie in the works that she would rather. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Good. We don't want you on Friends. Uh I like her as an actress. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad you do. That Uh, Courtney chick. I don't know about her, though. She's shady. Um, uh, Jennifer apparently was also offered to be on, uh, Saturday Night Live around the same time. Didn't she turn that down though? She turned it down. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Because Jennifer's listening to this. She's actually our number one listener. She is. Thanks, Jen. Um, also I, I read that she lost 30 pounds to be on the show, which I don't know if that was a personal, it didn't really say. Oh. If it was like she was like, I need to lose weight, or if like the the directors or you know, because she was like, like the popular girl from high school, they didn't probably want her to be any extra pounds. I thought probably. they all looked health at like a healthy weight. I couldn't say that to someone. Oh, we we think you're great, but you're too fat. Oh come on, they're in Hollywood. I mean, it's Hollywood, but still, that I, that's why I don't work in Hollywood. What? Too nice. Uh, Joey, how are you doing? See, he, Joey, thank you for the inspiration of the title of this show. Um, he was, uh, or Hank Azaria auditioned to be Joey twice. Um, if you don't know, Hank Azaria is David. David. And a lot of, uh, voices on The Simpsons. He is the physicist, right? The physicist? Yes. David the physicist. He's in Minsk. Yep, he goes to Minsk. Is he a physicist? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're probably right. I am right because it's on my friend's <clears throat> trivia questions of the game oh, I have. Well then you're right. Yeah. Um <clears throat> a few places I read said that he only had eleven dollars when he auditioned or got the part of Joey. Like he didn't have money. Matt LeBlanc? Matt LeBlanc didn't have a lot of money. And they said the first thing he did once he got cast is he went and bought a hot meal. Nice. And he probably didn't share it with anyone. (laughs) He doesn't ever share food. Because Joey doesn't share food. That might be, you know, a personal thing that was written in just for the character. Right? (laughs) That makes sense. Backstage, they were like, Matt doesn't share food. (laughs) Just brought it to Joey. Um... Courtney Cox uh, originally was going to be Rachel. Well, like they wanted her to be Rachel, but she didn't want to be Rachel because she said Monica was a 
quote unquote strong character and she liked that i also read that she is like monica in real life like with her ocd nice which i could see that i mean i guess oh, yeah. i could see that because that's her character but mm-hmm. it's this is one of those situations where she's you know if right. i met courtney i'd be like oh it's you're just like her i'm pretty pretty drawn to courtney cox as an actress i love her i think she's cute i do <laughs> i mean she played gail weathers oh gail weathers and scream yeah. i think that's the only thing i've seen her in other than friends she was also in cougar town and some other things oh that's right yeah i haven't seen that but that's okay she only really matters in friends, friends and, scream. and scream yeah um also fun little note uh nbc wanted an older character on the show kind of like a wilson from home improvement like an older wiser character to give them because they said you know the young kids on the show they didn't know if audiences would relate to that they're like we need an older oh wisdom giving character is that advice giving was that going to be the the owner of the central perk because you see him in a couple episodes remember uh yeah probably because they said it was going to be someone either from the coffee shop or a police officer oh. pat pat the cop <laughs> well they kept pat in there pat he, the dog he's a dog <laughs> pat the dog <laughs> i do kind of wish they would have kept that uh the owner in there for a little bit longer he was on elf he was that's probably he why was he the, wasn't on there any the longer father you know from elf i think that would have been a good idea recently re-watching wait what would have been a good idea to keep a uh, older wiser character yeah but i think it should have been like not every episode because i don't want another mate like the six of them right but maybe they did try that because you have the coffee shop owner you have the downstairs banging on the thing guy Mr. Heckles. Mr. Heckles. You have Mr. Trigger in a couple of them. Estelle. Yeah, but they, they didn't give advice. They were just crazy. Well, Mr. Trigger, or not Mr. Trigger, Mr. Heckles. Yeah, true, kind of. But they did learn something from each of those people. What did they learn of. from Estelle? Uh, let me get back to you in a <laughs> later episode. I will have an answer for that for you. Okay. But you're right that the guy in the coffee shop could have been. That would have been cool. The advice guy um what else oh their names all uh, the characters names were from characters from all my children i don't know i've never I watched all my children didn't know that but it said each one was either like a character name it, there might have been like an actor i don't know i read the list and it was like chandler is from chandler and i'm like well that doesn't tell me anything because i don't know who chandler is so i think they were characters from all my children I don't know if they're all main characters from all my children, but they all apparently came from all my children. So if you're a fan of that, you'll go, oh yeah, I know that, but. Hey, what, uh, what soap opera did Joey play on the character or on the show? What soap opera? Character? No, what soap opera did he? Days of Our Lives. Yeah, not All My Children. No, Days of Our Lives. Yep. Yeah, that's interesting. All right, so apparently all the actors looked out for each other. Um, There's an interesting story about that. They all made the same amount of money when this show started. 
<clears throat> but as the Ross Rachel relationship, the storyline started to pick up. Yeah, well, the Ross Rachel storyline started to pick up. They were going to pay them more, uh, Jennifer and David, because uh, they were more of a central plus part of the show. David Schumer and Jennifer Aniston were uh, making more films after Friends started. Like David Schwimmer did Paul Bearers. Uh, Jennifer Anderson did a bunch of ones like Picture Perfect. So they were getting more money. They were being asked to do more projects other than Friends. I didn't know that. They were in more demand, I guess, than the rest of the cast. So I could see how they were going to be paid more. That makes sense. Yeah. But, but they... <laughs> They went to the producers and said that they all wanted to be paid the exact same. So we're that, a team. Yeah, they were a team and that they weren't going to do the show if they weren't all paid the same. So how That's much cool. did they make on the last season? $17. A second. Yeah, well, basically. What was it? A million per episode? Per episode. Per episode. Per episode i recently read that it was season nine and ten that they both made a million oh i think that's right i don't know if that's right but we could i read that i know the last season they made a million i i think at least part of season i'll nine check it out and correct you in the next you checked out episode. you don't need to correct me though i'm never wrong <laughs> see what i have to deal with <laughs> netflix uh paid 80 million to keep uh friends on Netflix in 2019. That's where I actually watched all the episodes was Netflix. I'd seen a couple before mm -hmm. you and I started dating. Huh. Interesting. I like, I obviously I've heard of the show and I think I saw maybe an episode here and there and I wasn't like really into it, but then we started watching and it was all, all of them were on Netflix. So you had me sit down I did. You tied me to the chair. I did strap you to the chair. And then after that, we watched Netflix. <laughs> hey, this is a family show. What? I'm No, I was just saying. Uh -huh. Sure. Um, also, it's funny because after we watched it on Netflix, I we have them all on, on disc also. DVD you, now. Yeah. Yeah. And I've watched them on there and there's scenes that they cut out on Netflix. Yep. Which watching them on DVD now, I'm like... I don't remember that. I don't remember this. So you should own them all on DVD. You should. Because you get the full package. Yes. Family show. Family um, show. <laughs> where were we here? Oh, uh, when they were in the screening room for writing, there was only one of the friends that were allowed to go in and help write jokes and punchlines and stuff. Guess who it was? Phoebe. No. Oh, oh, sorry. Lisa Kudrow, because she's obviously the brains. She no. does have, what is it, a master's or what is it? She's super smart. Lisa or Phoebe? Lisa Kudrow. She's super smart. Oh, yeah. I've heard that she's super smart. Yeah. She has some kind of like master's French. degree. Or no, or... Joey speaks French. He does not speak well, very. Matt LeBlanc Matt speaks very speak good French. French. Joey does not. We're not on that episode yet. But... <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. Back no, no, to I brought the... it up. Phoebe is smart. Lisa is smart. Lisa is smart. But no, she's not. It's 
obviously the funniest character. Could, could these jokes be any funnier? <laughs> of course, it's Matthew, Matthew Perry. Perry was the only one allowed to help write jokes and stuff. So, which makes sense. Yep, he is the funniest. He's awesome. Um, <clears throat> the Magna Doodle on yes. the door uh, became kind of a big thing in the show. Fans would watch, try to look for stuff on the Magna Doodle. Um, at first, I guess various people just drew stuff on it, but later on it became the primary job of Paul Swain. We all know who Paul Swain is. No, I have no idea who it was until I read this. He was the electric crew best boy, whatever that means. Sure. But yeah, he, he, he apparently is a good artist. The grip. He what? He works very close with the grip. The key grip. Yeah, the key grip. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um... And at the end of the show... Series. Series. What well, was the end of the first episode? <laughs> he just took it out. Matt LeBlanc took the the Magna Doodle. And the foosball and table. And the foosball table. And the food. I wish I had that Magna Doodle. Right. And would you say the food? And the food. He probably did. So, yeah. Um, so, another thing I noticed about the show was... There's a lot of similarities to another show called Wings. I'm not going to get into Wings too much because this podcast is about friends. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. Wings. How you doing? Anyway, um, <laughs> Wings was on back in the 90s, and it, it ran, like, the later episodes of Wings ran at the same time of the earlier episodes of Friends, so they did overlap for a little while. Three years, I believe. That's... <laughs> you nailed it, I... Three years, according yeah. to my wife. Um, and I might do a whole show about this at some point, about all the similarities. But I noticed watching Wings, because I watched that show first. Mm -hmm. And then I watched Friends. And then I went back one day and was going through Wings, because I have that on, on DVD as well. But there's a lot of comparisons or similarities that I saw between the two shows. Um, just a couple I want to name. Um... Wings has a character named Helen who, when she was younger, she was very fat. And the other characters that have known her since she was younger will often like tease her about it and say, you know, when she was younger, she ate all the time and et cetera, et cetera. So obviously, Monica, Monica is the same type character. Um, there's an episode of Wings where... One of the characters on the show named Roy, who's my favorite character. I used to hate him. He was my least favorite character. Then I got older and I grew to appreciate his sarcasm. Right. Kind of reminds me of Chandler. Anyway, Roy, uh, there's an episode where Roy is going to a dance and he's nervous about who he needs. he's going to dance with. And so he gets Antonio to practice dancing with him. So that's kind of a little side plot in one of the episodes that Roy is is dancing like kind of ballroom dancing with Antonio who's a little Italian guy. And that is like Mr. Trigger with Joey. Joey. Little Italian guy with really Mr. small Trigger. Feet. <laughs> yep. Sure Mr. Trigger's a little heavier guy and also I think in both episodes they were they were like, you know, thought it was weird at first and then by the end of the episode they were like enjoying it. Mhm. Mm Another thing um, is there's an episode of Wings. Uh, toward, it's toward the end of the series, but there's a character named Bud who he's the mechanic that replaced Lowell. 
anyway, he's at like a Christmas gathering and he goes upstairs to get his coat or use the bathroom or something. I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen the episode, but he's like nervous and he goes into one of the bedrooms where there's like a full length mirror and he's standing in front of the mirror and he's like talking to himself, like pep talking himself, like, Oh, you got this, you know, you're, you're cool. They like you, you know, it's all good. And it obviously reminded me of Paul. Paul, not Paul the wine not guy. Not the wine guy. Paul, who is Elizabeth's dad. Paul Bruce Willis. Yes. Elizabeth's dad. Because he was in the bedroom trying to pump when up they himself. Were in the cabin, yeah. Yeah, to go out and... And he's all like, you go, okay, you're cool, you're a neat guy. <laughs> Paul's a neat guy. And I don't think he said neat guy in, in Wings, but it was so close that it just hit me. I was watching it one day, and I'm like, holy crap, they took this from Wings. Maybe they didn't, but this scene is... Similar. Very similar. Also, I've always wondered why Joey and Chandler never noticed that Elizabeth's dad looks a lot like John McClane. Ooh. That would have been a good they thing for them to say. In just yeah. a little, like, right? have you ever seen Die Hard or something? Because they're big diehard fans. So, yeah. All right. So, we're just about done here. Um, I'm going to wrap this up. But one thing we wanted to do was in each episode, we're going to have a segment called They Don't Know That We Know They Know We Know. Yes. Yes. It's going to be a trivia question for the audience. Uh, so we'll ask the question. You go on the Instagram thingy, um, how you doing pod one word and give us your answers. And then we will give the correct answer on the next episode. So, uh, the question today for this episode is when was Frank Jr.'s first appearance on the show? Frank Jr. is Phoebe's brother. So go on Instagram, how you doing pod, give us your answers and um, we'll tell you in the next episode. So that wraps it up for this episode. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Until then, we'll try to keep it down. See ya pals.